Say you and your spouse are both in a second marriage. You've each got adult children from previous marriages. The kids are all adults on their own, doing fine. Everybody gets along fine. So your plan is to leave everything to your spouse after you're gone and vice versa. Then when the second one of you is gone, the kids will get everything more or less equally. That's what your wills say. A C plans like this all the time. This kind of estate planning is loving, it's well-prioritized, it's simple, and potentially disastrous. I've got no issues with what you intend to do or with the intentions of everyone else involved, but good intentions have a way of diminishing over time and under stress. Your children are grown. You gave them a great home and an upbringing that's now bearing the fruit of stability and independence in their own lives as they start their own families. And you want to be sure that your spouse is taken care of if you pass first. But your good-hearted intentions are no guarantee that those intentions will be followed. So consider just a few things that could prevent your intentions from becoming reality. First, a lawsuit. I've had more than one widow in my office whose husband died as a result of an accident. In one case that I recall, the fault of the accident was clearly the deceased husbands who had died in that accident. Imagine losing your spouse to an accident and then being sued for his or her causing the accident. If you simply leave everything of yours to your spouse, those assets may be vulnerable in the event of a lawsuit. Next, the next spouse. People have been known to get married after the death of a spouse. You may swear up and down that you won't, but remember my earlier comments about good intentions. If you or your spouse remarries, will they then leave everything to that next spouse? Well, maybe, but isn't maybe a problem? Do you really want someone that you've never met to inherit what you and your spouse have built together? Next is a future outlaw. Your adult children are all getting along well now, and that is great. But have you ever known of couples that divorce after 20 or 30 years of marriage? I've got a whole list of them. And after you and your spouse are gone, do you want to leave your life's wealth to your children who might then have to split it with a spouse that splits? And then finally, a financial rookie. I've got no idea if this caution fits your situation or not. Many couples have one spouse who handles the money and the other has little or no interest in financial matters. I've seen plenty of examples both ways. Sometimes the wife calls all the financial shots. Other times that role is assumed by the husband. If your marriage works like that, do you want your spouse to find out that his or her first year of widowhood is also his or her rookie year as the financial manager of the family wealth? These are only things to spark your thinking. I'm not an attorney and I surely do not give legal advice. You need to talk to an experienced qualified attorney concerning all of these legal and estate matters. An attorney may suggest the use of certain types of trusts or ownership arrangements or management agreements made ahead of time to address the specifics of your own situation. You won't know any of that until you speak with an attorney. Your good intentions are a wonderful motivator. They're a great place to start. Just don't stop there. Make sure that there are structures in place to carry out, once you're gone, what you so nobly intend while you're alive. Otherwise, your good intentions might die when you do. Offering you wisdom on wealth, I'm Byron Moore. Is it time for us to meet? 
I can't tell you how many people I meet for the first time who, after about 15 minutes together, say something like, I should have done this years ago. When human beings lack confidence or when we're scared or maybe just a little bit embarrassed, the most natural reaction in the world is procrastination. Just put it off until tomorrow. If that's you, I just want to say your situation hasn't gotten better because you've put off dealing with it, and it probably won't get any better if you keep putting off dealing with it. So let me offer a couple of options to you. With every potential new client that we come into contact with, we have something called a preview meeting. A preview meeting is all about communication, listening, and getting to know one another. It's a chance for both of us to kick the tires and see if the services that we offer are a fit for you. These days, we're focusing a lot on helping people get out of debt. So if you're a person struggling with debt, I'd love to describe to you the process we use to help individuals and families get out of debt and experience debt freedom. Another area of focus for us is helping people get ready for retirement. Just the other day, an article crossed my desktop talking about how many Americans are falling behind in the race to build retirement savings. And if that's you, I sure do wish that you'd call. If you're not quite ready for a meeting, then just send me an email at bmore at argentadvisors.com. Feel free to ask me anything about your situation. That email address again is b-m-o-o-r-e at argentadvisors, which is A-R-G-E-N-T-A-D-V-I-S-O-R-S.com. And again, feel free to ask me anything about your situation. Just remember, stuff doesn't get better by itself. I might be able to help but not until you call or write. So I hope to hear from you soon.